It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about fitting into niches. Mm -hmm. More specifically, not having to fit into a niche or fitting into multiple niches and why you should fit multiple personas. Exactly. Why you can, like, embrace different niches and understand them and feel associated with them. But you don't necessarily have to box yourself into things. And it can be really easy to box yourself into something or to feel attached to one thing and that you can never be something else. I know I always talk about this idea of like contradicting yourself and why you should be like a little bit of a hypocrite or have have some contradictions to add, you know, spice and variety and, Mm -hmm. you know, interest into your life. And so this gives the same sort of take on. But before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, one, merch is still available. Surprised that no one is, not, neither of us are wearing it right I now. Know. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, which you can, or if you're seeing this on like a clip on our Instagram at Girls with Girls Pod or at AnnCatherineKinney.com, those socials will all be linked below, but same accounts for Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok. But I feel like one of us is always, most of the time, me. Like, quite literally every day and most of the time when we do record, I'm wearing the Impress Yourself collection merch hoodie because it's like gorgeous and white and blue and beachy and vibey and it puts you in a good energy so if you want to get one as <laughs> and well and if you want to feel the exact same way if you want to feel that energy <laughs> the link is in um the show notes below or on any of our bios any of the account bios mm-hmm. and you can just click on over check out the merch there's a beanie as well i know it's warming up <laughs> but if you want to get a matching beanie a matching set as well as the hoodie the world is your oyster. Highs, those and goals. My high of the week, I went to yoga twice this week and... Twice? When else did you go? Well, I went on Tuesday and now <gasps> did you I go went with on Sunday. Them? Yeah, I went with what? them. What? I, 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 Wait, I don't know where friends went. often goes to yoga. And yoga, there are classes at our gym that are included. And so I've never been one to do yoga consistently outside of it, but... I've always wanted to, like, challenge myself more with it and try to take it on more, but it was just, like, never something that I was, like, paying for outside of my typical gym. But my gym now has yoga classes, and I was like, damn, I've been going here for a couple months, and I haven't taken advantage of having free yoga classes. And so I went on Tuesday, loved it so much. I had such a great time. So today's Sunday. I went again this morning as, like, a Sunday recovery. And I, I really enjoy it, so I'm excited to... Like, low pressure, because I'm not necessarily paying per class. I'm just paying for my yeah, gym membership really nice. and be able to, like, Well, I mean, yeah, at that. the end of the day, I'm paying Ex- for At the end it of the day, I'm paying for it. that, like, but gym bill that I pay. I would say but it's definitely my high of the week, because I've struggled to enjoy yoga a little bit more in the past. And I, I really had a good time. I felt like I was in tune with it. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. My high of the week is I did wake up this morning. So, my low of the week is that it's almost 3 p.m. and I haven't been outside today. It's a Sunday. But there's a high within that, so we'll get to it, is because I have been, the past couple weeks, I know we talked about this in last week's episode, and it was kind of like a 
a negative thing because I had to wake up early to go somewhere and I had to like get mm. get the episode out. Um, so I woke up early and got it done. And for the past three weeks, I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And it is so nice to... Yeah, of course, it's like a Sunday. The episode is due Monday. Like, we we know the drill. Like, we've mm-hmm. been around. We know the drill. But a lot of the time, that means I am up or we're up for the entire night. On a Sunday night, like, going into the week is just not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's just not the energy. It, it makes me really tired. And no one wants to be, like, up trying to finish their work at the end of the day. So, the past couple weeks, I've gotten up early, edited, and, like, gotten everything mm-hmm. prepped, and then I have my day, or at least the afternoon and night. Absolutely. And it's done and dusted, and I don't have to, like, think about it and worry, and then I wake up on Monday, and I'm like, it's out to the world. Woo. So, I did that today. I woke up, even though I think I got home at, like, 2 last night, but my alarm was set. Like, I, I set my alarm. We had such a silly night. I set my alarm the night before because I knew I was going to do this, and I knew I was going to thank myself for it, mm-hmm. and I did sit there in my bed from like 7 to 11 editing and my room was a mess and I needed to shower and it just wasn't fun in that sense but I got it done and then I rewarded myself by resetting absolutely everything like I I reset I'm like my sheets are in the dryer right now mm-hmm. that's the last step I need to do laundry that's like the icing on the cake for my closet is clean I cleaned out my desk I cleaned out like this, I have a small room, so there's all the, like, podcasting equipment goes under my bed. And a lot of the times, we're like, okay, just throw it. We just shove it. We, we just, just like, shove it right under her bed. Throw it, or it, like, goes in the corner of my room or, like, in the closet. And I don't like that because it's just a lot of things in my really small room. So I just, like, reorganize everything under my bed, put new, like, little door boxes, which, by the way, all the camera oh. stuff is, it has a new box, so be aware of that. Okay. Um, like, clean kitchen and I can't my room is like you know what I mean it's like yeah, it's like yeah, sparkling yeah, right now nice. and I'm so excited to I really finally hope make that I can get myself to do the same this afternoon but. and it's bright and sunny out and so when we're done recording I get to like have a day because the episode Definitely for tomorrow is, is out and about mm-hmm. it's ready to rumble can I ask what makeup you have on it looks really good really? and I thought this I thought this the other day too sometimes I think that in Catherine's makeup, like, sometimes I think she'll wear concealer that is, like, a little bit too orange for her or something. I okay, don't know. Sue me. Sue me. No, that I know, it, but like, are you, I get pale like, in the What winter. are you doing? Because, honestly, I feel like your skin looks really smooth and glowy. Your eyelashes look so long. I do have really long eyelashes. They're your eyelashes look so blonde. long, and you look, like, dewy and oh, bright. Thank you. I, so I, this do you have any blush on at all? No. That's just you. <laughs> okay. Um, so, here's walk. So, my low. I've just, let's just hit all of them. Um, my other low, so first of all, my high was today I got my work done and I can go have a day. Mm-hmm. My low was, what was my low? I, I said my low first. Who knows? Rewind. Oh Hit the rewind. Um, and, but okay, here's my new low, is that I, my face is so crusty, it's like Oh, that's so what it dry. was, you felt crusty, you told me that that was your low. I know, but I think I said a low before, but I just was talking oh. and forgot, so. That's so interesting, my low, I think you look so opposite of crusty oh, right that's now, so but that's okay, because it's so about how you feel. You. So, I feel so crusty right now. Like, my face, I don't know why it's, like, dry. I, yeah. I don't feel crusty otherwise. Like, I just said, I reset everything. Like, mm. freshly, I washed my hair yesterday. And I, for some reason, like, my skin is just so dry. Yeah. And it's not the best feeling. So, this is what, this is my makeup routine. So, I don't actually know anything about makeup. And I don't typically, like, do a whole, a whole face. But now that I've been, like, 
in an office every day, yeah, I've been doing a whole face because, and it takes me like two seconds because I, the steam room, <laughs> I, I sit in the steam room every day after the gym and that I think like preps, preps me. And then this is the step. One, mm-hmm. sunscreen moisturizer. Okay. Two, gel type moisturizer. You know, like a, oh. one of those, like another. So it's like the CeraVe or Cetaphil, one of them. It's like the AM and the PM. I use them both at once in the morning. Um, and then this is where, this is the kicker. Okay. Vaseline. Or on your entire face? You, everyone knows this. Do you have this on your face right yes. now? Wow. And Kevin's like, here's my makeup routine. Layer. Vaseline. Yeah. So it's the tiniest layer. I absolutely love Vaseline. I just, I have one of those big ones and it's empty now. I'm like scrounging at the bottom. I have a big one and then I have a little teeny one that's like travel size and I bring it with me everywhere. Wow. Because, because I'm allergic to chapstick, guys. I can't use any chapsticks or I will literally like get an allergic reaction on my mouth and no one wants that. No. No. So <laughs> you I don't, can, I don't. No, I, one no one does. So I can only use Vaseline. Anyway, so I, my skin was really dry like a few months ago and I just like put like it's slugging it's like slugging for the daytime but just like minimum. so instead of using like big chunks it's like the tiniest little layer you just like put a layer on and then i let it marinate take a moment and then concealer i use three different concealers at not, the same time yep so so it's not for any reason i just who knows sometimes i put it on and i'm like this one's too white this one's too orange i can't i whatever can't you're doing right now it seems right thank you Thank you. It does. Thank you. Right now, it's actually two. It's the Tarte Shape Tape, which is empty. Cause so I had three. One of them died, and then one of them, the Tarte is empty, and then this other one is, I don't know, but it's 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 like juicy right now, and so I like it when they're juicy. <laughs> um, and I think that one's a little whiter. Like I do like it when it's whiter. I like it when like my concealer is like lighter. Okay, so then concealer, on this and then like up okay up there i don't actually i just put a dot and then i like beauty blender it out and then i do um a contour stick it's the fenty one Mm -hmm. but it's kind of it kind of gives orange and i don't like i need a new color i need a new color because i like it when it's like more muted and like brown rather than orange you know what i mean yeah um so then i contour you get a dark concealer people do that yeah i know um, I put the, but I have, it's like a, I need it to be empty yeah, before yeah. I, um, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. So then I contour just a little bit like that. Yeah. I like go with my cheekbones and then on my chin and on this and on my nose. Right. I also, in the summer though, I will like, I, once again on my mouth, I can't, I can't use chapstick because I will get an allergic reaction, but I'm out in the sun all the time. And so I can't get, I don't want my lips to get sunburned. Right. Right. So I have zinc oxide, like straight up just zinc. And I will put a little bit on my. Like, I got it as chapstick because right. it doesn't give me an allergic reaction. But then I'll put a strip of my nose and I'll put, like, this. And so I'm just out and you it... You think l- it naturally contours your face? I have a very, like, bony face. Sometimes. Good for you. Well, like, on my nose. some Like, it's sometimes it's, like, out. You know, <sighs> what, you know what I mean? So then... Okay. So then I... I, do, I was doing that all summer. It's awesome. It's, like, DIY contour and then you never... Like, your face just, like, it brings it out. Yeah. So... That's what I do. Oh, and then mascara. I use... I am a waterproof mascara. Like, I will always and forever use waterproof She'd mascara. She'd be crying. No, well, I just don't take it off. And it if I don't have waterproof mascara, it also smudges throughout the day. Okay. So, I put... But I like the... There's one non-waterproof that I got... Like, mom got me for Christmas and I really like it. 
I think it's the a tart, tart one and a man eater. Yeah, is that yeah. what it's like? I a mini one. And so I use that one because well. it's like elongating. And I have really long eyelashes, which is the craziest turn of events because otherwise, like the hair on my head doesn't grow. So why are my eyelashes <laughs> super long? Also, they're really blonde. Is the whole thing. So I use that because it makes them like. I don't know. And, but then that's not waterproof, so it's going to smudge and get everywhere. So then I take a waterproof mascara, and I think it just went right. I, I okay. kind of don't like it. Um, give, and then I put, layer it on top. I put it on top, so it kind of seals in the, like, now it's waterproof. Mm-hmm. And I go about my business. Thank you for sharing that with us. So essentially it's three things, concealer, <laughs> contour, and mascara, and Vaseline. And Vaseline. Yeah, yeah, So. But your low is that you feel crusty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do feel crusty. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Um, so my goal, actually... You should order. Last week, I same day Amazon delivered an exfoliating mitt, and it just is this fabric that. Could you not have walked to the store and gotten something? No, I like wanted this specific thing. It's like a specific material. It. I don't know that you can purchase this in the store, but it was sitting somewhere in a warehouse, and they were able to deliver it the same day for only two extra dollars. I just. I I feel so bad for Amazon same day delivery. Like. Can we not overwork them? They're working I so know. hard. I just feel sad for them. Like, go, go home. I was craving, like, a deep, exfoliated, cleansed feeling. And so I got this glove in the shower. And it's really like good. A- I did it after the steam room because you're, like, so, like, steamy and your skin mm-hmm. is so prepped. And then you just put the glove on and you just rub it. And truly, truly, like, it makes my skin... It has made it so soft. And I've only done it twice now. Wow. But then I moisturize I after it, and it's so beautiful. I needed a bowl up. So, but so, I'm just saying, I feel like that would make you feel less crusty because, it, like, doing body skincare has, like, done wonders for my less crustiness recently. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well said. So, my goal, I just thought it up, is I want an avocado oil. Well, I want just avocado oil to put in my hair as, like, an oil okay. mask. So... That's the goal. That's my goal is to get it because I always, it's one of those things that I'm like for weeks I've been like, oh, I'm going to go get it. Oh, and did I say this last week? I need to organize our like hard drive. Nope, you didn't. No, no but I mean, that's another one of my goals this week. Like it will get done because that's it's, it's unorganized right now. So my low picture this, I have a backpack on my back. I've okay. been out for the day. I went, I worked at a coffee shop. So I got my work stuff. I got my computer. I got my computer charger. That's just about it. I also went to the gym, though, so I have, like, a change of clothes, a pair of sneakers, makeup, all of that. So my backpack's decently heavy. It's on my back. On the way home from the gym, I stop at Trader Joe's to pick up a few items. The line is so long that to make it worth it, I have to pick up more than just a few items. Yeah, that makes sense. So now I've done a full grocery shop. Two, two doubled bags, one in each of my hands. Heavy. You know, there's, like, an almond milk in there. Like, that's heavy. Mm, yeah, it's yeah, it's a couple pounds for Backpack sure. on my back, and it's probably a ten-minute walk home. 5 to 10. It's no more than 10, but definitely not less than 5. And I was truly in pain every step. Like, I was nervous that my back was going to give out. And it was just really bad. Do you take the hypotenuse or do you go around the triangle? I take, I cut through. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't. Mentally, it's more fun to not cut through. Interesting. Well, I just had to get home because my back was hurting. But I was like, I literally, like, it's, I cannot Uber from here. I'm like, one, I'm like, I'm like one street over. It's just. Like, I couldn't do that, and so I had to walk it home, and it's just, like, not something that I ever want to do again, because I really felt that it was damaging to my back. That's tough. I was just carrying so much weight down the street. Um, my goal this week, I got a book, The Four Agreements, recently. Oh, when'd you get that? Oh, in LA? No, I actually got it from Amazon after, because I wanted to order it for cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and, and I, that's what's wrong with today's <laughs> world. And I started it, um, and then I read Verity by Colleen Hoover instead because it's just really a lot easier for me to read a fiction book really quickly. So I always get sidetracked from the more nonfiction-y type books. But I'm, like, very curious about this one. It's a little bit more spiritual, and it's, like, I think it's quite old. It's been around. I'd it's say been it's, around. I'd say in that realm, it's a classic. So I would say my goal is to, to at least pick that back up and get back into it. Anytime that I talk about, like, this idea of a niche or... It's kind of like a stereotype or a personality type. Personality type. Personality type. I always liken it to social media and the examples that you see on social media because Mm -hmm. I know that I consume these and I know that if you're listening, you're consuming those like social media curated archetypes because how else would you have found us or started listening to us or have been into like this space of health and wellness and Mm -hmm. podcasts and like content in that sense. It's an amazing thing that it exists and people are able to gravitate towards and learn about and be exposed to different archetypes and ways of living through social media. However, you kind of curate your social media, your feed or the content you're consuming in that sense to only show you one archetype, one personality trait, one way of living when that is not an accurate representation of everything possible thing that you could be and it also makes you feel like you are only allowed to be one set type of person when you are allowed to be a mix of every single personality type that interests you Mm -hmm. i think in some cases your explore page and for you page could go down that rabbit hole of only showing you one thing i think also on the other hand it's so amazing that through social media you can see an abundance of different lifestyles that you could be living different values and ways of life at the same time, though, I think overexposure to that can make you feel like there is always something that you're missing. You can be absolutely everything. You can have different parts of yourselves that are all of these different things, but it's hard to always be expressing all of the different sides of you at the same time, mm-hmm. I think. So I think when I see on social media all these different types of people, there's a lot of these archetypes and niches that I can relate to, but sometimes they'll take over at different parts of my life or there's always something that I feel like isn't up to par or isn't up like if I haven't traveled in a while then suddenly I feel like Mm -hmm. I've lost that like travel side of me if I feel like I haven't been studying or working very hard then I feel like I've lost that like drive hustle side of me and just by being exposed to all of those different niches and things all the time I think the overexposure can sometimes make you feel like you're always missing something yeah the other side of that too is when you're letting different archetypes and personality traits and ways of life match, you know, the phase of life that you're in, naturally you're going to be more involved in one style than another. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages 
forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Mm. And over time, that's going to change and evolve and kind of flip-flop as you go. And that's how it should be. But when you're thinking through it as how is this presenting itself to the world, like how are the people around me seeing this, when you're thinking through how you express yourself in that sense through other people's eyes rather than just your living, yeah. your, living your life and doing your thing, which I think is... A huge impact of social media because we see other people expressing themselves so rigidly into one style that we feel like we have to do the same that it makes it really difficult to conceptualize all of the different styles that you take on and feel like when you're one you have to be only one and everything else that you have been and everything else that you will be is just non-existent that was actually like a really cool point it made me think that pinning yourself to one niche is almost performative in a way that it's not natural it's not natural for you to be just one thing or for you to be so niche down to something so strongly that you are in a box with it but it's easy to box yourself in almost in a performative way because when we see people show up on social media with you know their bio and their boxes that are supposed to be representative of everything, it almost feels like everyone can only be one archetype and one person. So then suddenly I think it can make you overthink and start living to fit the mold mm-hmm. of the niche that it feels like you're portraying instead of living as yourself yeah. fully. Sometimes I think about that I mean, I I love having a feed that I feel like is representative of myself. I've always thought of my social media as, in a selfish sense, as like a little scrapbook of mm. who I am and what I've done. It's, at the end of the day, like, it's for me. And I love that I feel like the vibe and the energy and the experiences that I'm, you know, taking pictures of and posting are representative of who I am. That said, if I take a picture at 
night and I really like it and I like the I want to remember that and I'm like oh I want to post this Mm -hmm. I'm gonna second guess it and I'm not gonna post it because everything else on my feed has been designed to fit like beach outside sunny blue sky and I love that because those are my favorite things like those are the most energizing things in the world to me when I look at my feed I get energized because I love it I feel like I've crafted it to what I'm really interested in and Mm. what really reflects me. That said, I now feel like I can't post this or express like a different side of myself because it doesn't fit the mold that I've built for myself. It's even interesting going back and forth from living in Boston in more of a city to then when we go home to the coast of New Hampshire where it's very small town beach vibes. I feel like those are two very different lifestyles and even just that flipping back and forth can make me overthink of like, well, what niche do I fit into? Is it like slow life beachy vibes or am I like a city girl? You know, like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you don't have to choose. That's such, it's so overthinking it, but I don't necessarily know what drives those thoughts. Is it me really needing to feel like I have one identity or is it me trying to figure out how I portray myself to other people, which I think is more likely the case, like how you're viewed through other people's eyes. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter to me if I am a city girl or a beach girl because I know that I enjoy a balance of both you know but it's like then you Mm. think about which way that you want to be portrayed and it can stop you from living the natural course of your life almost if you're letting yourself be pushed into one box or another I think life would be a lot easier and how we view ourselves would be a lot kinder if we stopped thinking about ourselves from a third person perspective through other people's eyes like with that judgment and instead just thought through ourselves as ourselves and didn't try and over conceptualize it and didn't try and you know look at it from an outside world and fit who you are into these rigid niches and rather just exist as you are and take your interests and take what resonates and yeah and move along what do you I feel like we should think about like what we feel like those niches actually are I f- to and honest, there are so many like sub genres as well too I think even within health and wellness there's then like super yeah fitness and then there's super like maybe spiritual in a way and then there's super wellness and super nutrition and I almost feel like I always get confused about where I fit into that because I'm like I enjoy lifting weights and going to the gym but I so do not feel like your typical gym rat niche whatsoever Mm -hmm. there are so many things in that gym rat niche category that I absolutely do not subscribe to however I love lifting weights and I go to the gym. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. some of my values fit more with the health and wellness side. But, you know, it's it's just hard to And again, that's not to say that there isn't a whole, for lack of a better word, consumer base of people who are like that, who kind of fall in the middle. Because it's not really you're falling in the middle. It's just that's where you are. But because these niches and these ways of it is a natural way of your brain kind of sorting people and things and vibes into categories but when obviously no one is going to be a perfect like 100% just one category you are going to take things from every different category and you are going to be a mix of your different interests and a mix of the different activities and things that you put your energy towards and that's when you kind of feel like I don't have a place do I even fit into one of these niches but no one fits into those niches because they are so rigid and it's a good thing that we kind of have these ways to conceptualize people and interests and you know bring you closer to people that may be more similar to you but 
it's really hard when you don't feel like you fit fully into one category because you know you are health and wellness but you also are travel and you also are business and study and school and all of like these all, yeah. yeah you also are like all of these things that make up who you are and your interests and what unique niche you fit into and so it's really it makes it really difficult when you over conceptualize that both on a personal level and when you go and try and express yourself to others mm-hmm. because where do you fall then i think if you've never looked at yourself as like a fashion girl or a music girl or a travel girl it can be hard to even start exploring new things in those realms because you see other people so strongly niched down to those things that you feel like it's hard for you to even dip your toe in the water mm-hmm. because it's like if you can't that like I struggle with that sometimes feeling like they can't do something a hundred percent I'm almost like why why do it at all which is such a wrong way to think and I'm trying to get better at that being able to like do a little bit of everything mildly and not care about you know what it means in my definition of myself kind of but I do think like every person is gonna have multiple interests spread across but then when you think of specific people you'll think of somebody as like so fashion Mm -hmm. so music so travel so business and we kind of box other people in and maybe that's like maybe that's something that you should practice not doing like maybe not boxing other people Mm -hmm. in and seeing them as more complex people because maybe that would help you be less judgmental to yourself and allow yourself to Mm -hmm. expand a bit more I don't know yeah absolutely I do like the concept of like I was saying having those archetypes Mm -hmm. that are like essentially fake people super saturated versions of these different interests and these different lifestyles that like I said no one is 100% just one way of living it is helpful though to kind of categorize and figure out who you may gain insight from who you may connect with who you may be friends with who you may want to learn from Mm -hmm. and it's helpful to put into perspective other people but also to put yourself into perspective to an extent that's the that's the difficult part because it's helpful and validating and provides a sense of security when you know who you are and you can kind of pinpoint or pick out these different archetypes these different niches these mm-hmm. different interests but when you start to over conceptualize and you, then you that's when the contradictions come into play is when two things that on paper might not you know support each other balance each other out but in practice with yourself they make up who you are and that's when it is an amazing thing to be contradictory and be a little bit of a hypocrite sometimes and live your life in that sense until you start overthinking it and over conceptualizing and then that's when it's like existential crisis because now you're like how can i exist being both of these things when they're not supposed to go together Mm -hmm. but in reality everyone has examples like that and everyone has parts of themselves that may not go perfectly together or be from different ways of living yeah but when in practice in their own personality and their own lifestyle make absolute perfect sense and fit for them yeah i feel like the examples that just came to mind for me with that is like how can you be super fitness oriented but also like a big foodie and stuff that I feel like that seems contradictory to people or how can you be super career focused but also love vacations and you know yeah 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 like super basic things and one thing I always think about is the types of people that I gravitate towards and you know think highly of and value my relationships with most of the time we are very different people on paper Mm -hmm. and have very different lifestyles but the connections are either fundamentally 
we have very similar values that just manifest differently or we have experiences that we can connect on and from there build a relationship off of and that's where these differences between you and the people you care about of course if it gets to be like a very deep lifestyle and foundational difference then it may not mesh in the long run but having people that aren't 100 percent like you in your life and around you is so insightful and you can learn so much and i think it just provides so much more depth to life and to relationships mm. and makes things a lot better it would be so boring if everyone was the same person and if everyone fit into one niche and mm. wasn't complex having people around you that are contradictory of yourself and contradictory of each other a little bit or just you know varying interests and lifestyles and expertises and all of those things i think that it'll help you box your yourself in less as well because they say you're like a combination of the five people you spend the most time with mm -hmm. so you can take things from all different people and you can learn things from all different people and also if you're only around people who are exactly like you and think the exact same way as you then that's no fun it's no fun it's almost like you're i, I forget the there's like a term i'm i'm looking for but it's like you're like every, it, it's just bouncing back to you echo there's chamber? no an echo chamber yes there's like no other, like, there's nothing else coming in. There's nothing else coming in. You're just like in this echo chamber and you Right, there's no, there's nothing to challenge things. you. There's nothing to like stretch your brain or add interest or variety into your life. And that's so boring. And that is a way that social media can be great about it because it does give you that exposure to, you know, if you live in a town where people are all very similar, if you live in a family where everyone thinks very similarly and there's not that much diversity and ideas and interests and things like that mm -hmm. that you can tap into these other communities and you can be exposed to these other communities mm -hmm. it's it's such a great thing like at its core it's just when we start to over conceptualize it and be overwhelmed by how many different options of life there are and how many different interests there are but i do think that it's cool to be able to see how so many different people live and see the world if you maybe don't have that same level of diversity mm -hmm. around you i do think the over conceptualizing Point is huge because one of the biggest takeaways from this if you are over conceptualizing or if you are struggling with like thinking that it's difficult or not okay to fit in a million different niches is that when you look at how you live your life and the things around you and the things that make up who you are no one else is breaking it down like you are no yeah. one else is like overthinking and over conceptualizing your personality and your interests like you are i my room is so my room at home is like fully like we've all seen it it's like fully white like my duvet cover is like my bed is white the mm -hmm. walls are white the carpet is like gray and white it's crazy like my bathroom walls like it's and it's like and there's no art on the walls there's no like spice there's no pizzazz the only like flair i guess would be and i love it i love it i love it the only like art piece or like personality point is i have a bunch of sticky notes on the back of my wall that i've have like mm -hmm. little drawings or little sayings on them that i've put up over time and sometimes i over I, I love my room but sometimes i overthink it and i'm like there's what of me is here on the flip side my room in boston is like my bed is gray and on the wall i have a painting of like a chanel lollipop <laughs> and then there's a buddha head in the corner and i have books on my desk mm -hmm. and i have plants in there and sometimes i overthink it and i'm like i the painting of like chanel lollipop and the elephant from cambodia i got when traveling like those can't both live in my room those can't both be me because they're two very different energies and different mm -hmm. vibes and different personalities and like 
gray? Am I a gray duvet person? Like, this is crazy. Or I just like overthink and over conceptualize and in my head. Sometimes I get way too deep into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these, there's no way these two things can exist at once and be a reflection of me. Because how can I be these two things at once? But one time my friend was over and they were like, oh, your room is so you like of course that's your room or maybe oh i think it was someone came over for the first time and didn't know whose room was whose oh and they just in here and they just like guessed because caroline's room looks exactly like caroline's room our roommate anna's room looks exactly like anna and my room looks exactly like me and they just guessed instantly because they are reflections of who we are and no one else is going into your room or looking at your life and breaking it down over conceptualizing being like categorizing being like that's pink that's gray absolutely not like no way those two can exist but i just think it's so interesting that everyone is different and everyone gives off different energies because you give off like your own energy you give off your own personality you are your own combination of all these things that make up who you are and other people really really value that and that's what draws people to you that's what sets you apart when people look at you they don't see all the little things that make up who you are they see those things working together and they appreciate that combination Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure to fit in a niche and to be part of a niche and I think a huge piece of that is that niches are like trends we had that girl Mm -hmm. and then there's clean girl and then and then it's like it becomes like messy girl when you have someone like alex Earl who's like showing a messy room and everyone's like oh it's like cool messy messy and well, like minimalism maximalism yeah like, minimalism maximalism the like it's also weird fa- that even with it, so like, fast it's like people talk about how like fashion trends change like crazy what is trendy in terms of like a body is changing like mm-hmm. in and out constantly like trends change so much and so now i think that we've even taken on trends of a type of person and a specific niche of a person and you just can't keep up with that like it's it would be exhausting to try to keep fitting into a box and you can be inspired and take inspiration from things because like of course I want to look at a clean girl aesthetic and I want to be a bit cleaner or I want to like look at a minimalist thing and be like you know you like things and you see things that you like and can pick things out of all these different niches but there's so much pressure to define which of those you are and also to keep up with the changing trends of them. It's just impossible. I think at the end of the day though, after you've become aware of like, yes, you can give space to all your interests is then putting intention and putting effort behind that. Because like Caroline said, there are times in your life where things are gonna take precedent and things are gonna shift to be more important and take up more space in your life. like ways of being that doesn't mean that the other parts of you like fall by the wayside and just go away and don't exist within Mm. you so if you're sensing that that's the case or you're feeling like one thing is taking over or you haven't like given space to the other things put some intention behind that and i know there are there's a range and there's a scale of like what is actually the biggest parts of your life i made a list of some of the things like the contradictory things i guess that um the different parts of myself I know in the first page of my journal and I've had the same book for like a year and a half now and sometimes I open it to the first page and I read these they're like five points of things that I've conceptually said are like these make up who I am and they're all very different and every time I go back to it I'm reminded of all those parts even though maybe in that moment I'm thinking I'm only one of those parts but then I'm like oh I actually am all these parts and it's really energizing to be reminded of like what 
makes up who you are. So that, that could be a good exercise, like a good yeah. journal exercise. Sit down and write down a list, like no pressure, of everything that makes up who you are. I have a longer list too, and it's like literally one time I was feeling so like out of body, and I made this list of things that make up who I am, and some of them are like the painting in my room. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.